Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. It's time once again, and I'm about to begin to start my part of the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. I'm Tanisha Baker. I'm excited and delighted to host the show designed with you in mind. It's July 23rd, and you're tuned in to the 164th edition of Talking with T. If today is your birthday, I hope it's a great one, and you share it with your birthday mates, Marlon Wayans, Woody Harrelson, Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child, R&B singer Kim, and actor Eric LaSalle. Today on the national calendar is Vanilla Ice Cream Day. On this date in history, Suzette Charles becomes the second black woman crowned Miss America in 1984. And for our Monday Minute Quick Bits, so tragic and sad to learn that nine family members were among 17 others killed in a Missouri duck boat accident. There were 29 passengers altogether, in addition to two crew members when the boat went under as a severe thunderstorm hit the area. Just a reminder to cherish each day and never take the gift of life for granted. If you've been following Talking With T, you know we have a new theme each month. This month, the theme is Just Throw It All Away. To describe things that just need to be gone, that are not salvageable, or that we need to get rid of in its entirety. I personally wish we could just throw all the guns away. Families experience so much tragedy due to gun violence. This past week, Ayub Ali was shot and killed during a robbery at his convenience store. Mr. Ali was the father of two of the survivors present during the Parkland school shooting incident last year. These children have experienced such suffering due to gun violence, and we keep them and all others grieving the loss of loved ones in our thoughts and prayers. Anthony Anderson, star of the hit TV sitcom Blackish, is under investigation in Los Angeles after a woman accused him of assault. A spokesperson said that it is unfortunate that anyone can file a police report, whether it is true or false. Anderson disputes the claims against him. Sources closest to the situation, as reported by ABC News, says the woman filed a complaint stating Anderson assaulted her during a business meeting over a year ago. The NFL suspends the ban on protests during the national anthem. The NFL and the NFL Players Association report they have reached a standstill agreement. Next in line to be terminated for racist rants is Paramount Television President Amy Powell. After an investigation sparked by concerns raised by several people who heard her saying offensive remarks about black people and black children raised in single parent homes. Now, we already shared the story about Papa John's Pizza CEO resigning after a recording was leaked of him making racial slurs. More and more businesses or people are pulling away from the pizza company as it tries to sever relationships with its founder, John Schnatter. The University of Louisville becomes the latest to remove Papa John's name from its stadium. President Trump has really caused some people to react to his categorically unpresidential precedents as he met with Russian President Putin and seemed to side with Putin's words over U.S. intelligence. 
Here is what CNN's Chris Como had to say. It is July 16th, 2018. Many are saying this is a day that will live in infamy. That's true. They say it will be remembered as the day the presidency, as a symbol of America's protection, died. But I see something else as the result here. I think we hit bottom. And if so, there's a blessing in that because there can be no more debate about which way is up. Donald John Trump delivered us here with a display of cowardly self-interest. His decision to choose to believe Vladimir Putin over his own government on the matter of Russian attacks on our election. As simple and as shocking as it was embarrassing to hear those words. But when it happened, everything changed. It was like the free world gasped. Now, we all knew that Trump wouldn't and maybe couldn't confront Putin about his attack on our democracy to anyone's true satisfaction, if only because Trump had disparaged the truth of the matter too many times before. And we thought we knew why. Because Trump conflates the attack with his legitimacy as president. But in all that, we never suspected that a president would betray his own country as an exercise in vanity. But then Donald Trump betrayed America. And after that gasp at Trump's perfidy came all the exhaled words of outrage and calls for justice. John Brennan, the former CIA director under President Obama, called it, quote, nothing short of treasonous. Now, that's a loaded word. The law does mention giving enemies aid and comfort as treasonous. And no question, Russia is an enemy for attacking our democracy. And what Trump did today does resemble aiding and comforting. And the law has very harsh penalties, including disqualifying the treasonous from holding office. But what's the reality? There will likely be no negative consequence like that for President Trump. No prosecution, no impeachment. And I'm not making a case here that there should be. My case is for something else that we're seeing in response that has been elusive. As elusive as justice in America recently. And that is consensus. Right, left, and reasonable in our government. When they drew their next breath, they found a collective voice. And they shouted, no. No, Putin is not right. Trump is wrong. We believe our institutions. We trust in our democracy. Russia did interfere. We will not trade facts for feelings of legitimacy. We will not trade our conscience for conspiracies. No, party is not that important. The truth, however, is. And I see a realization in this unity. The realization is this. The truth is a side. And we were all on the right side in this moment in a way that I haven't seen in a long time. And in that moment, Trump's luck ran out. He wasn't going to escape through doubling down and insulting his way out of it. He tried. Russia did this during Obama. Servers are missing. The FBI agent, he's the real culprit. It all washed over us like the whining of a child who won't go to bed. The GOP can't dismiss this as style and say, let's wait and see. We waited too long and the world did see and heard what President Donald Trump said. My people came to me, Dan Coates came to me and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin. Uh, he just said it's not Russia. 
I will say this, I don't see any reason why it would be. So I have great confidence in my intelligence people, but uh, I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today. And what the president tweeted after as a rationale, it only cemented his mistake. So here's the good news. Here we all are on the same page about a fundamental truth. Russia attacked our democracy. We won't stand for it. We won't let the president say otherwise. But we're facing a question. Where do we go from here? But here's what we know for sure. You've got Republicans, you've got Democrats, and right now they're on the same page. And if they move together, they will wind up in a better place. Following that meeting between Trump and Putin, Trump turns around and invites Putin to the White House. What's really going on? You can check out the link to today's stories, including the video of Chris Como by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and clicking on today's show. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking With T. Anything good 
really want to get in your way Cause when good love goes bad It's impossible for her to get back to that place again No, 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 no And there's no second chance And when she finally says goodbye, she won't even cry when good love goes bad. All right, now it's time to review trending news, and we have with us our know-it-all, Professor Jay, and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, and we're going to start today's hot topics with Ben Carson, who's made it back in the news. And y'all, where he been? Probably somewhere being subjected to his wife's horrible singing. But carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I see that he's still the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, or HUD, as referred. And to catch us up, I'll start with the positive. He presented a $30 million housing grant to Flint, Michigan, and this grant will allow the residents of Atherton East to relocate from one of the most dilapidated public housing complexes in the city. Okay, that part was short, so let's move on to the questionable. He has proposed to triple rents for people in subsidized housing and has just really made me wonder if he has relative experience or familiarity with how much his role plays in urban communities. Carson says that raising the rent for our poorest citizens will force low-income tenants to find jobs and become self-sufficient. There are also multiple lawsuits filed against him for his treatment of people. He told one woman that she needs to get married to get out of poverty. So he recently visited a homeless shelter in Detroit who received HUD money, and they asked for more resources and funding because their budget had been cut. His response was that the government can't afford to help because it needs to spend money on military and to dig into the private sector, which they do. He told them that there was a lot more money in the private sector than in the government. And I was thinking, okay, maybe he's talking about that military parade that they have planned for November. The budget for that, I read, is $12 million. That's a long time. Dr. Gifford Hands runs me low. He is a prime example of this whole administration of people being put in positions that they have no knowledge of, that they are ill-prepared for, and that they just don't need to be in. Well said, Jay. Stick to what you know. Right. Stay in your lane because as soon as you get out of your lane, that's when you run the risk of having a wreck. Well, maybe Uncle Ben could be friends with Republican representative from Minnesota, Jason Lewis. He has a radio show called The Jason Lewis Show, and CNN reported that Congressman Lewis said that black people have an entitlement mentality and are addicted to welfare. So I want you and everyone to listen, actually, to what he had to say. What the welfare state has done to the black community a hundred years of racism could not do. A hundred years of exactly. racism could not break it up. It could not destroy black families. Uh, Jim Crow could not do it. But what dependency has done is it has caused unwanted pregnancy, illegitimacy. It has told young black 
uh, males that they are dispensable. They don't need to hang around when, when mom needs a support or whatever. And it has destroyed, and not just black communities, but any urban community. And so what you've got here is now... They're addicted. Large swaths of Hispanic communities, black communities, you name it, are addicted to these these subsidies. So we're, we're, we've moved away, Tony, from who embraced discrimination by law and who didn't. That's you're right. Your history is right. But they moved away from that. Now you get black leaders saying, "Well, forget about that. We like Democrats because they give us things." I think this is going to be the long fast show. <laughs> the long fast show. The long time show, because I think that's all I've got for this week so far. Okay. Yeah. That's all you got for uh, uh, Representative Lewis? Well, I have more for him, but we can't say it on the air thanks to the FCC, and I don't oh, want okay. you to uh, spend a whole lot of time trying to bleep out what I have for him. Okay. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So, um... This whole idea of entitlement mm-hmm. being exclusively a black thing, air quote, seems like I have read several statistics where um, there are just as many, if not more. More. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Non-black white folk, if we just want to keep it 100, who are on welfare. So right. He, he, so, he needs to do his homework. Before he, doesn't do, he doesn't do homework. You would think for him to be so smart, or think he's so smart, that he would do more research. Because in Knox County alone, I remember seeing a statistic last year, but there are more non-black people on welfare and food stamps and government assistance than there are black people. Huh. And I'm pretty sure that's probably across the board. Well, as you said, and I can look those statistics up to share with our listeners, uh, we have seen that particularly over the past few years as, you know, the, that mentality or that thought process passes on, you know, almost like a proverb, so to speak. It's, it's something that they pass around so much that they believe it. But like they said, a lie is still a lie no matter how many people tell it. But I believe mm-hmm. that they hold on to that notion and just continue. They haven't done the research. They don't look at the statistics. They just have this whole concept or perception of black people in general. And we're seeing it more now or at least hearing about it more now. Or maybe we're paying attention to it more now. I'm not sure what the case is, but... You know, when we look at these ridiculous phone calls, when we look at the number of people who are getting fired for their blatant racism, you know, when we look at the number of people who are suffering through police violence or stand your ground laws all because of their race, it's an issue. And I'm glad that we're able to talk about it. And for my as y'all would say, non-black listeners, we welcome you to the conversation because I think until both sides start to understand and get to know each other, we're still going to have or we will continue to have these misconceptions out there. And for his people, you know, that are listening to him, you know, they're not doing the research either. They're just going to take his word for it. But like they said, it was a close race, and I hope there's enough people with sense there that will vote him out in this upcoming election. You know, you just can't make this stuff up. At all. 
Well, on a lighter note, well, I don't know, that might not be the right way to say it, but from the Crazy Chronicles, the Tennessean as well as News 3 out of Memphis reported something rather disturbing about a serial killer. And the incident actually is out of Michigan, but I saw the story on both of those media outlets. Kelly Cochran was sentenced to life in prison due to the death of her former boyfriend, Chris Regan. This happened back in 2014, and even though they spoke with the, uh, Cochran back then, the case went cold because they weren't able to, I guess, have enough evidence to figure out who had committed the murder. Well, let me fast forward to now, the discovery that Kelly, Kelly Cochran, her husband Jason, they had a pact to murder anyone that they became romantically involved with. Now, that's already crazy. But then it was discovered that the couple served the victim's remains at a barbecue. So, oh, neighbor, okay. no, shut the show down right. <laughs> I can't shut it down. I'm not done. <laughs> now, so let's back up a little bit. Now, this married couple had a pact that if they were to have an affair or get involved with someone romantically, they kill that person. Okay, so then it's discovered that they believe they've been serving the victims up at this barbecue. And neighbors and friends said that they were at the barbecue and they had some strange-tasting meat. Now it's believed that the couple killed nine people in all. And in the end, Kelly, that's the wife, she ended up killing the husband as well. So this sounds like a complicated movie, but it's real and it's real crazy. And you can check out the link to the story on our webpage for more details. But I had to read it twice, and that's why I had to find multiple sites to collaborate the story because it just seems so out there. Yeah, this is this is a straight out of some low budget tailed horror movie. Yeah, I mean, really, you get involved with somebody romantically, you and your husband, wife, whomever. And then once you get through doing whatever you do with said individual, you invite him to the cookout. But not like you think you're going. Not like he thinks you're going to. You know, you you think you're invited to the cookout, but you become the cookout. What the word? Right. And so was was this considered white meat or dark meat? Let me move on to the stupid criminal files. <laughs> I'm just asking, you know, I don't like dark meat, but I'm thinking that that was um, the other the other meat. As I said, yeah, visit www.talkingwitht.com for a link to the story, and you can see if it was white meat or dark meat for yourself. I'm moving right along to the stupid criminal uh-huh. files. And the Louisiana man was arrested Monday after he dialed 911 to see if there were any active warrants out for his arrest. Now, get this. This is why he was arrested, for misusing the 911 system. They asked him if he knew the difference between an emergency call and a non-emergency call, and he said yes. And so they politely went and arrested him. So for future reference, you use 911 when somebody's injured, dying, being assaulted, being threatened, if there's a wreck, things like that. Don't call 911 asking them if they have a warrant out for your arrest. 
Okay, so what part of Louisiana is he in? Oh, you know what? I didn't pay attention to that part. Okay. Is it relevant? It is because, you know, most major cities, they're going to put you on the Internet, you know, if you've got some outstanding warrants or if you have an appointment down at the local jailhouse with those nice little silver bracelets on your wrist. (laughs) And all Mm -hmm. you have to do is search for your name. Right. Okay. Oh, I'm sure there's a different number that he could have called. Exactly. But maybe maybe he needed to get immediate information. He did not feel like being put on hold, or maybe it was after business hours. I'm trying to help the man out, but, again, long shot. Mm. Well, I have nothing. Right. That that was just too much. I bet that said, no, sir, we don't. We don't have anything in with your name and social, but hold the line right quick, and I'll check another another database. And then next thing right? A nice old knock on his door. And so, you know, here I'm talking with T. We like to keep our listeners informed, and we'd like to prevent you from making any of these mistakes or mishaps. And I guess, is there anything else before we go? Because that's all I yeah. got. No, oh. I have one thing I need to say. I got a public, no, Pam service announcement. Yeah, come on, huh? PSA. Thank you. With my own PSA. Yeah. African Americans, black folks, are going mm-hmm. to be boycotting all these restaurants and places of business. Can we please put something to something similar to replace them? I was in my kitchen all weekend trying to make that dang. Spinach Alfredo pizza from uh, Papa John's <laughs> and that garlic sauce and uh, chocolate frappuccino with some cream on the top because can't go to place. Can we please get an alternate if we're going to be boycotting these places? What am I supposed to do? Right, right. So we need a reference guide of the alternate locations or the recipes for all of these places that we're supposed to be boycotting. And I don't think I can keep up, so I'm going to need a new list as well. So. If anybody has compiled a list of all the places, avoid or boycott, if you would, please send it our way, and we'll share it with the rest of the listeners. Please, Krispy Kreme, don't do not shady, please. Oh, my goodness. You might be be able to scroll through Facebook because, you know, they post those little recipes all the time, those little recipe hacks uh, that are just like Papa John's or just like KFC or just like whatever you want it to be, maybe missing one or two ingredients, secret ingredients that they may not have been able to figure out, but, you know, you can probably make it happen. I'm just saying. I never liked Papa John's anyway. Their sauce was too sweet. Their crust was too rubbery. So, <laughs> now, as far as, as, far as Starbucks, um, as much as I like coffee, Starbucks has been my go-to place whenever I need to do some work because, for me, I can't really focus when I'm at home. So I have to go to Starbucks. And if that means I have to pay for a bottle of iced tea that may be a dollar and some change, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to sit there as long as I want to. Who's going to check me? I paid. Sit up in here. (laughs) Well, Jay, I don't know, you know, the way things are going these days, but you just call me and Pam if we need to come on up there and bail you out and get you out those little silver bracelets you were referring to. Listen, I live in Memphis. 
they know better. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this bit. And once again, I want to thank the two of you for joining me, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. We discuss many topics on Talking With T, and if you would like to share your thoughts or opinions, call 865-409-1170. Again, our talk line is 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you, and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. We still want to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes, so if you would like to make a nomination, visit www talkingwitht.com. I also want to continue to spotlight local or rising artists. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on the show, we would love to help you promote your business or event. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com. You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on the website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I want to thank everyone who sends us stories and engages with us on social media. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. New shows will continue to drop each and every Monday. However you choose to listen to the show, remember to leave your reviews and comments. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. The best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Gandhi. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.